Today on Kapowcast, we're going to be taking a look at some of the most controversial moments in comic books. Welcome to Kapowcast. <laughs> I am joined by my cohorts today, Mr. Tony Vance. Hello. Jeff from Flats Action Hero Podcast. Hey, guys. A podcast that I think my mom actually likes better than mine. Well, he'll complain her, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's far better quality. And Cody is taking a break from playing Peter Parker and taking pictures and he's actually sitting with us today. Parker! Uh, Parker! Oh my god. <laughs> I need more Spider-Man! Sim it down now. Sim it down. Alright, so before we jump into some of the most controversial things in comic books today, uh, I want to touch on something that uh, is recently making its, its roundabout rumor-wise on the interwebs. Um, and that is that... Uh, the Joker in Suicide Squad is actually not the original Joker, that he's actually Jason Todd. Have you heard this rumor? Oh, Jamie? yeah, I heard that little, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of um, little, like, Easter eggs that people are picking up on, apparently, or, like, fan theories. Well, it's, you know... This has happened a hundred million times with every single solitary movie that's come out. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, black helicopters... Or if you're my brother's white buses. <laughs> and um, Wait, don't they listen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- there are some t- things people are th- yeah, they say that it looks like in the photo that was released of Jared Leto, uh, his first image, that there looks to be like there's a Robin tattooed on his arm. It looks to be Robin feathers. At first people just kinda were like, Oh, he got that because he he probably beat to death Robin with a crowbar. <laughs> of course. Um and then a, a little bit after the Suicide Squad uh, trailer was released, well, not the Suicide Squad, uh, the Batman for Superman trailer, uh, they showed the Robin costume and it says, uh, joke's on you, Batman. And people were looking at it and there's uh, what looks to be maybe bullet wounds, bullet holes in the Robin costume. And somebody had the time to take and compare this picture with Jared Leto's first image as Joker and saying that there looks to be like marks on his shoulders that line up with the bullet holes on the costume. I personally don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any validity to this rumor at all. Um, it would be a weird approach. Yeah. If, you know, the original Joker was killed and Jason Todd somehow took up the mantle or a Robin of sorts. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it would explain the whole age discrepancy thing. Because yeah. this Joker is considerably younger than Batman. Actually, uh, Jared Leto and, and uh, Ben Affleck are actually the same age. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, way to make me look like an asshole. Yep. Thank you. But the characters <laughs> they're playing yeah. seems like... Man, that's Because that's old Batman in this one, right? Yeah. No, he's, like, he's in his 40s, so... I mean, old. It's middle-aged Batman. Middle-aged Batman. Middle-aged crisis Batman. Bought a Lamborghini, got some Hawaiian <laughs> shirts. 
Didn't oh that that one Batman got killed with his Lamborghini. Oh Aww, yeah, you're right. Man. Yeah. Um, but also, I another reason I there's a couple different reasons why I don't think there's any validity to this. Why it's just people reading into things, wanting to see things. Um, another one is those same bullet holes that are on the Robin costume that they're saying is on Jared Leto's Joker. There's also bullet holes around the abdomen area of mm, the Robin costume, yeah. which you don't really see in the picture. So right then and there. And also the Joker Harley relationship that we've kind of seen hinted at on set pictures and in the trailer. I don't think, you know, you just don't get that dynamic with just anybody. It can't just be any Joker having a relationship with Harley Quinn. Hmm. Can't just be, you know, Jason Todd or whoever. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm Joker now, so yeah. Yeah. She is crazy, though, right? I mean, like, anyone <laughs> yeah, that just puts on the makeup it's, and it, abuses her, she'll go for. It's more of the factor of, you know, I, I can see her being like, you're not my Mr. J. <laughs> oh, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I kind of liked it. You should do the rest of the podcast in that voice. Right. What is that accent supposed to be? I never picked up on like, that. Like, weird, like, retro-future Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... I mean, this would not be the first time that Robin has been Joker. No? There was... Batman uh, Beyond. Ba- Batman Beyond Return of oh, Joker. Oh, that's right, yeah. Where Tim, uh, Drake. Tim yeah. Drake was infused with some sort of chip that transformed him into the Joker. Of course. And also in uh, Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Strikes Again, Dick Grayson actually became uh, Joker as well. How After many people he's fired in... huh. from being Robin. Wasn't it Alfred... Didn't he turn into the Joker at some point in an Elseworlds story or something? Uh, I don't know if you're thinking of that or if you're thinking of uh, Flashpoint where Bruce Wayne's mom I know about that, Joker. But I think there's an Else. I think it was an Elseworlds where Alfred became the Joker. It's for, very likely. There's yeah. so many. As we've discussed before, there's so many different. Wait, Bruce huh? Wayne's mom, the dead yeah. lady. Well, it was. So this was in a different yeah. universe. It's in a different. So he would never become Batman. Well, exactly. He, he He's died. not That's Batman. The thing. Uh, Bruce Wayne's instead of Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed, Bruce Wayne gets killed, which sends Thomas Wayne to become Batman and a bunch of mother that shoots people. Yeah, the mother uh, Martha Wayne, she becomes basically the Joker. And this all happens because Flash goes back in time to save his mom. Yeah, it's uh, I didn't so know they did Doctor Who like exactly. yeah, it's like a whole butterfly effect thing going on. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's a really fantastic animated film. Yeah, I've never, I want to read the comic book. Fantastic really comic book. It's... It was uh, actually what triggered the launch of the new 52. Yeah. Which was actually seen as a controversial moment mm-hmm. in itself. Reboots, reboots, reboots. Uh, I personally liked the but new they 52. Did it so well. I liked the costumes. I liked the artwork. I loved Jim Lee. I liked the redesigns. I liked the more armored up look. I thought it was a great way to bring a lot of these characters. Because I think DC characters tend to feel a bit more dated. Mm-hmm. Than the Marvel characters, you know, uh, DC is always seen as your grandfather's superheroes, and I feel like the New Fifty Two kind of help reinvigorate a lot of those yeah. aging superheroes like Green Arrow, uh, Green Lantern. Uh, it, it's funny because DC does a lot more of the edgier stuff in comics. Yeah, I think it's because they wear more spandex. <laughs> if you well, they have the do. original costume. Yeah, a lot of their costumes like they really don't want to change them. Yeah, so. With that being said, let's dive into some of the more controversial moments in comics that didn't sit well with readers. Not necessarily, you know, things that would be controversial to the average Joe Schmo, but just to the readers as a, this is my sandbox. We're not playing that way. <laughs> uh, 
the first one I have on here, which was a one that I saw reoccurring on the list. There's a lot of these that I see reoccurring on different people's lists. And this one actually took a beloved character and I think really tarnished her a lot. And that was the story where you find out that Norman Osborn slept with Gwen Stacy while she was away in France and actually impregnated her with her with his little goblin babies. <laughs> this was um, a, a true-to-form story. I was uh, unaware of that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I never followed Spider-Man that closely. Uh, basically, yeah, The uh, she was impregnated with his little goblin babies, and of course, uh, they were had the goblin blood in them. Did they have the receding hairline? The Probably. Weird red and they, black, uh, like jerry curl thing going on? It was strange. And of course, smile. in order to keep them relevant in the comics, they aged them up. Oh, they aged faster. Um, eventually, they were in some stories, and then they were just never heard of again. But the reason this didn't sit well with a lot of people is a lot of people saw Gwen Stacy as the girl next door mm-hmm. of Peter Parker's life. She was this innocent person and then to go and be like by the way <laughs> that which i mean friends. that just shows that uh norman osborne's like the ultimate deadbeat dad <laughs> sleeps with her impregnates her and then murders her <laughs> yeah really what a jerk um did you hey, know I'm about he's pricey man <laughs> did you true. know about this tony did you yeah, know i knew about it how did you feel do you feel like uh, they tarnished the reputation of no, it's, it, well, it's like what you said. I mean, it shows how low Norman Osborn is willing to go to kind of take that last little stab at Parker. Like, hey, <laughs> I did your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that would kind of, that is kind of kicking a man when he's down. Yep. Not only did I murder your girlfriend, <laughs> I also slept with her and impregnated her before I murdered her. <laughs> just so you know. Well, she did give birth, so I guess it wasn't before yet, but... She did give birth to the little goblin babies. How many were there? Uh, they were like twins. A, oh, okay. They so were it wasn't twins. like a litter of goblin babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. 101 a goblin pot. babies. <laughs> a uh, goblin babies. Another uh, controversial moment, which thank God they didn't include this in any of the Marvel movies, is in the Ultimate Universe, it's actually... Well, for the first two, for Ultimates 1 and 2, I believe, uh, from what I understand, it's hinted at yes. that there may be a little bit more going on with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, yep. as they, we know they are twins, they're brother and sister. Um, it's not until... Twincest. Twincest, yes. It's not until Ultimates 3, where you have said... Oh, they just beat it over. They just were like... I believe it was somebody was talking with Captain America, and they're like... Say something to the effect of, you know, but he loves her. He's like, of course, you know, they're brothers. He's yeah, like, no, you no. don't understand. They are in love. And just like, <laughs> oh, light bulb. Yeah. Just like, I mean, how could, yeah, just, you know, turn something that was a bizarre plot point in the first place, but not like the central figure of their character into just like the only thing the characters have going for them. They have superpowers. And by the way, they're siblings that bang each other. I mean, <laughs> I mean uh. It's just one of those many things that I think you read and you're like, was that necessary? Did that yeah, really like, need to be? Or is, this, is this just here for shock value? Is that like yeah. a, a reoccurring thing too? Or um, I haven't read all because you said it was hinted at in other. Yeah, it's... and the first two it was just hinted at, like they were just like really close. They held hands all the time, and like then in the other one it was just to like you know really in your face. Like not literally, and like make out in front of them. <laughs> like but... but they they it, 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 there was no more. Uh, Pussyfooting around. Yeah. yeah no more beating around the bush. Just, uh, 
hey, by the way, they are twins and they're having relations. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Went the Game of Thrones route with it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I don't watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have, I get it. Don't yep. worry. <laughs> I don't have. HBO. I got you too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff, is there any particular? I don't have cable. <laughs> is there any particular controversial moments that uh, you can think off the top of your head before I oh, delve geez. more into this god awful list? I'm sure you'll have plenty of examples of this, but characters being raped as just for a ploy for shock value. Like I remember the elongated man's wife was raped by Doctor Light, and these are like characters that have been around for decades. You know, they're beloved characters. They just throw that in there. I mean, they didn't have a gigantic fan base in the first place. I mean, they're old established characters, but just to take this old established character, have them just rape for shock. Them. Yeah, for shock. It just seems really, I don't know, just unnecessary. This, when I was doing research for this list, it was really close to just becoming a straight up rape list. I can imagine. <laughs> there was so many that I was just like, why is everybody getting raped in comics? <laughs> and it's not just women. There was a story where. Uh, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, was raped. Who, who raped? Was it Batman? Yes. No. <laughs> it was a character known as Tarantula. Uh, basically, they were hunting down one of the Nightwing's big villains, uh, Blockbuster, after he had murdered the original Tarantula, who she took the mantle from. And it's a, a battle ensues. Nightwing. So, so this is a woman that raped him. Yes. Nightwing is injured. So it wasn't a rape. <laughs> Nightwing is seriously <laughs> injured. And uh, on the, you know, laying down after she kills Blockbuster, and he's laying there and she's, you know, basically forces herself on him. Uh, the interesting thing about this Did is... Did she pop a Viagra into his mouth or something? Yeah. Like... The interesting thing about this story is, I can't remember the name, but it was written by a woman, and she said that it was never meant to be depicted as rape. It was more like non-consensual sex. Okay, I'm Isn't pretty sure. That... <laughs> you know, I've used that argument before. It never works. <laughs> and I, I, when I read that, I had to reread it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Does not." That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. Uh, Green Arrow at that one sounds point like backpedaling. That's what that's. Yeah. Like. yeah, Green Arrow was also raped. Doesn't work um, for the men. So who raped Green Arrow? I don't remember. It was. It was just one of those things where I'm like. More rape in comics. <laughs> well, technically, wasn't Batman raped also? Who what? raped Batman? Oh, uh, Talia. Talia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. You're right. Batman Wait, was what? raped. He's I a, completely forgot about that. He's a he's a victim of rape. Um, another interesting rape in comics. While we're on this subject, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> words you never thought you'd say. <laughs> is uh, the rape of Miss Marvel? Yeah. Who raped Miss uh, Marvel? Well, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> It was in uh, issue 200 of the Avengers, and basically suddenly, uh, almost overnight, Miss Marvel was pregnant. And in three days, she gave birth to a full-term baby. Oh, that must have left horrible stretch marks. Yes. <laughs> and in this time frame, the baby ends up, you know, aging much faster, as this seems to happen yes. in life. It's like a, like a sitcom where they <laughs> child ages five years between uh, seasons. seasons. Uh Basically, you find out that she was raped by a gentleman named Marcus from the future. <laughs> this gentleman rapist. Who actually came from the future and basically impregnated her with himself. So well, he is his own father. He did the nasty and the pasty. Yes. So he is his own father, basically. Huh. Well, that should that could lead to some deformities, couldn't it? Yes. And meanwhile, the Avengers basically have this uh, attitude about it. I would too. And... 
uh, Miss Marvel and Marcus end up uh, living happily ever after together. Oh, well, I'm glad that all resolved <laughs> itself so nicely. Yeah. So some guy saw Terminator and thought that, you know, like, hey, wait a minute, these two should have hooked up and just wrote that into... How could we make this creepy and more sexual? Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Um, Man, that's weird even for comic book standards. Have uh, Has anybody here heard the Magneto-Zorn debacle? I've heard of it. I'm not exactly sure of the details. Who's well, Zorn? You're in luck. <laughs> Zorn was an X-Men character for the, I think it was, was it all new X-Men or Ultimate X-Men? I think it was all new X-Men. I think, I think, yeah. Zorn wasn't, he was, that was, was that written by Grant Morrison? Yeah, probably. Seems like one of his kooky characters. <laughs> yes. Zorn basically, he, uh, was it, he had a star in his head. Mm-hmm. He had a, an actual star in his brain. Of course. And he was a new X-Men for the character, and um, you find out. It's been Magneto all along. Yeah, wasn't it like a big controversy? He was kind of a popular character, wasn't he? Yes. And I actually do have written here, uh, Zorn introduced by Grant Morrison. So. Woo! Thank you. Good good job. Never read it. Uh, <laughs> but yes, he's later to v- revealed to be Magneto, in which Magneto kills, pro- uh, not Professor X, he injures Professor X, kills Jean, in turn Wolverine chops off Magneto's head. Okay. So that's supposed that's supposed to be the end of this. Is this like the seventh or eighth time that Gene has died? By the way, it's, it's up there. So basically, in the end, Marvel ends up deciding later on that they didn't like one of their most beloved characters being murdered. Okay. So you find out that Zorn wasn't Magneto. It was actually Zorn's twin brother. Disguised as Zorn, oh, later disguised as Magneto, <laughs> even though this was a character that none of the other X-Men had met previously. So, yeah, this is getting kind of... Stupid? S- yeah, soap opera ridiculous at this point. It's a prime example of backpedaling. Yeah. It's a prime example of... You have somebody in charge of, of something, they do something with it, and then the, a new person comes on, and they're like, I don't like that. We're going to go back and redo it. And mm-hmm. it just becomes... It's like the Clone Saga. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Oh it's... And I think that's one of the biggest problems with comics is eventually there's always a rotating cast of creators, writers, Mm -hmm. and you're going to get somebody that's going to come along and they're not going to like something that was done beforehand and they're going to want to change it and it ends up for convoluted messes, which is why we try to get all these reboots. Yeah. Which I don't think is the right answer to the problem. You shouldn't just reset the universe. Cinematically, you can do that because... They should... It's going to alienate people. Yeah. Take more thought and, and make things... This is why big events in comics don't mean anything. Yes. Because you know it's just going to either be retconned or... Just utterly rebooted. A, a little yeah. twist of somebody writing, being, well, when this happened... Yeah. Oh, it was so all a dream. Or, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which has literally happened before. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, there's another controversial moment... There was a, a Superman comic in, I think it was like the 60s, 70s. It was just a bunch of smaller stories, random stories, kind of aimed towards kids. And one of the stories was about, a, I forget her name, babysitter. That was babysitting <laughs> baby Superman. And there's an image okay, in it. someone get pregnant? There's an image in it where Super Baby is in the, a microwave. And the microwave <laughs> starts. <laughs> 
That's a shitty babysitter. And so writers were not... Well, I shouldn't say writers, but the public wasn't exactly thrilled with this. And the issue actually ended up getting pulled and was never sold in America. I think it was only sold overseas. There's actually an episode of Comic Book Men where they, they talk about it. Huh. But it's a super baby in the microwave. Google it. <laughs> it's really funny looking. <laughs> that does sound like a giggle fest right there. It does. You all right, Tony? Mm-hmm. You're kind of like... Uh... He's apparently enjoying the timer here. but uh... <laughs> He's mesmerized. I don't um, have much in the way of, you know, mainstream and stuff like that, but the one I think of when you think of actual controversy would be um, Mouse by uh, Art Spiegelman. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really, really, it's good. It won like a Peabody or something like that, whatever, a literary award. It's, yeah, it's, it's a Holocaust French. metaphor, it's right? A, yes, it's um, it's a story of uh, the Holocaust, um, you know. So family. it's a laugh riot, of course. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but all the characters are you know anthropomorphized to animals like all the Jews are mice, all the uh, Germans are cats, you know. So it's like uh, an American Tale except for uh, a lot darker. <laughs> Five will goes west. So the one I took personal though is way, that the way, Polish people. Way. The Polish people were pigs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, all right, but um. Yeah, you'd think the Jews being rodents would probably ruffle some feathers, well, that, too, that did too. Because they did compare them to rats. The but Nazis did. The thing of it was is that, you know, I mean, I don't know why, but it was in grade schools. And this really? is a Holocaust story. Wow. And there's some graphic photos of, you know, mice being hanged and, you know, burnt in ovens and stuff like that. Wow. And I guess if you didn't, if you looked at the cover, you might be able to, but then there's a giant swastika. I yeah. Mean, like, yeah, hey, maybe this isn't appropriate for <laughs> schools. But. Is it elementary schools or like middle schools, high schools? I think middle schools. Hmm. Maybe appropriate, maybe not. It's like borderline. I mean, it's stuff they should know about. Yeah. Right. I mean, if it was in high school, there's nudity like, okay, in it too, too, but it's also, it's, it's like Schindler's List nudity, nudity, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not sexy nudity. <laughs> oh, it's make you feel awkward nudity? Yeah, it's awkward nudity. I zoned out for a minute. I came back and I heard it's not Schindler's List nudity. <laughs> no, it that is Schindler's List yep, nudity. That, That's that why it's okay attention. for schools. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and you can quote him on that. It's hey. the second time Schindler's List has been referenced on this show. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Isn't it the sixth time Labyrinth has been referenced on? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, another one I have written down is Spider-Man One More Day. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. Nobody liked that. That is a prime example of what I was just talking about with people not liking what was done and wanting to change it to their own specifications, not caring what long-time readers had been doing. Yep. Do you know about One More Day? Come on. Yes. <laughs> Who wrote You're also quiet over there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. You, you got a train of thought. And Are you holding in a fart and you're taking <laughs> all your focus going into uh, it? Basically, <laughs> One More Day took place uh, a little bit after Civil War, where after Spider-Man revealed his identity, Aunt May was killed. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably like the fifth or sixth time she's been offed or something. Yeah. Does she have the power Quotations. of the Phoenix Force too? Or? Characters yeah. get killed off. It's just kind of, you go with it she, She's fucking old. Uh, basically, basically, uh, Joe Casada, yep, uh, basically made an editorial mandate that he wanted Peter Parker no longer married. Back to base, basically back to his life beforehand when he was struggling and all that. He didn't want 
any of that stuff. And that basically taking away the past 20, 25 oh, years yeah. of Spider-Man comics just because it was something that he wanted, not giving any thought to the long-time readers. Mm-hmm. He yep. decided uh, Mary Jane no longer married to her. And it, all this happens because Peter Parker makes a deal with the devil, essentially. Yep, yep. Mephisto, right? Mephisto, yep. And it's after uh, after Peter had a, uh, was basically visit. I don't remember if he was visited or it was before he Aunt May died. Basically, Aunt May told him it's fine that she's dying. She's lived a long life. Mm-hmm. Go on with your own life. So basically, he makes this deal to bring Aunt May back to life. Which makes, and it makes yeah, no it sense no story-wise. Um, but this pissed off a lot of people. There's a lot of moments in Spider-Man comics that just alienated fans. When you look at this, you look at the Clone Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, the Clone Saga. Oh, God. And you and look then, at... Like, uh, stuff with the 700 symbiotes that they've done. Mm-hmm. Like, Superior Spider-Man for a time. Yeah. Until that really kicked S- off, I heard that. Superior Spider-Man? Yeah, that's that's the one it where... It was good. Uh, I liked it. His brain was... Uh, Switched with Dr. Octopus, and Dr. Octopus was basically in Peter Parker's body, and essentially Dr. Octopus was Spider-Man. We're not talking like racially superior (laughs) Spider-Man. That's where I thought it was going. Aryan (laughs) Spider-Man. Uber-Man. Absolutely. (laughs) Mike approves. Uh, Oh. But that was, yeah, that was one that I just wasn't on board with. I'm not on board with taking major points of characters and acting like they never happened. Yeah, just erasing them. Like, if it's an arc that wasn't going well, then whatever, you can find... Like, there's times when that's happened in comics and people have been happy that it happened. But when you take, like, years and years of storytelling, you're just like, eh, so long, you know? Yep. It's like I said... Literally gone with, like, a magical wish. It's literally, you know, the equivalent of you're in my sandbox, you're going to play my way. Yeah. You know, it's... Joe Q has done a lot of controversial stuff. He's kind of a controversial figure himself in Marvel Comics. A lot of people don't like the mm-hmm. way he runs the company. Yeah. And he's kind of a tool. <laughs> um, the, the big one, the big controversial one I have on here is one that I saw continuously on list after list after list is Marvel Ultimatum. Now, we talked about this a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. You weren't too sure on it. Yeah, I was... Didn't Basically, really it this was like a five-issue smut film. That's <laughs> basically what this was. Where it was just character after character being brutally and heinously murdered. Um, I have written down some of the people that are <laughs> murdered and of which way they are murdered and who they are murdered by. Uh, Professor X, broken neck by Magneto. Finally finished the job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No more pussyfooting around. Angel is killed and eaten by Sabretooth. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. He must have tasted like chicken. (laughs) How did he fit all... I guess he just... Wasp was gutted and eaten, basically, by Blob. Yeah, I've seen that panel. Yes. Not really interested in reading that. (laughs) Uh, Blob, in turn, gets his head bit off by Giant Man, Hank Pym. Another, like, just... I don't know... A lot of like weird. Is this just somebody with like a vor fetish? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, more internet leakage. Uh, Emma Frost is blown up by Madrax. Okay. Yep. Doctor (laughs) Doom is uh, his head's crushed by the thing. Uh, Okay. Cyclops is shot in the head by Quicksilver. 
shot in the head, just like with a gun. Just <laughs> shot, yep. <laughs> right behind him. Uh, huh. Hank Pym gets his head blown up by Mandrax. A lot of heads getting blown up yeah. and decapitation. A lot of decapitation. And- uh, which is funny because Magneto decapitated by Cyclops. <laughs> Wolverine gets blown up by Magneto. Okay. Uh, but one of the one of the weirdest things that this story did is several characters are killed off panel. Huh. Where you don't even actually see them die. It's just basically like, oh, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> or, oh, yep, there's their dead body. Apparently there's a, a major flood tidal wave that hits. And it murders tons of characters. Uh, Beast, Dazzler, Daredevil. Not Dazzler. Yep. Psylocke, <laughs> Nightcrawler, Toad. All murdered, all killed, all huh. panel. Yeah, they just got rid of the whole B team and uh, yeah, they just one fell swoop. Yeah, pretty much. This is a you know it's a good example of somebody just doing something purely looks like just a shock. Yeah, I mean, what was the point of all that? Was this like some sort of uh, what if or Mm-mm. or he had a hate boner against? So wait, all so of this them? is all this is all canon and I think this is all canon universe? for the Ultimates universe. I don't, I don't, I really don't know what purpose it served. Was that at in the, the end of the series? Like, like, ultimate. Is they're all dead now. Game over. The because uh, yeah. I don't know because the, uh, uh, the ultimate Magneto looks really weird. He has like purple pants and a purple helmet, but a pink shirt. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird. There he is sitting. You definitely seat. get more of the gypsy vibe from him then. <laughs> I do like well, my Magneto and Gypsy. He is points. a Jew, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a Jewish gypsy. Well, I don't think he's Jewish, but you know, he was like Jewish. He was, isn't that he was in I a mean, concentration camp? Well, yeah, but he doesn't like go to temple every Sabbath or anything like that. We don't know what he does in his off you know, time. I, you know, he seems like a happy guy. Comics don't cover every <laughs> single aspect of someone's life. It's not a twenty-four hour thing. He could be going, you know, and putting on the not the dreidel, the uh, yamaka. Could be underneath his helmet. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you can't judge someone, all right? There are a lot of Jewish... There are a lot of hypocrites that like, go to church, and Magneto could be one of them. <laughs> isn't uh, The Thing's Jewish, isn't he? The Thing? Ben Grimm? Yeah. Grimm? Grimm, is that a... Eh, maybe. Uh, no, I, don't, I, I can't. I saw a picture that Jack Kirby drew of him with a yarmulke on. I don't think that you did see that. <laughs> I swear to God, look it up. All right. Anyways, <laughs> while Mike is Googling that. <laughs> is the thing Jewish? Totally important things we need to discuss on this podcast. You know, I think it's important to know our, our heroes' backgrounds. and That's right. What phony man in the sky they believe in. Oh, throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm feeling bitter. <laughs> Just going with what's been going on. I thought on you were a news. Pastafarian. <laughs> Pastafarian. I gave up. Pasta be with you. <laughs> pasta? We have some pasta? Oh. I could make some pasta, dude. That would be nice. Mm. Some chicken Alfredo? Not Somebody really. said, uh, fine. One moment people were saying was controversial, which I don't understand, was uh, Rick losing his hand in uh, the Walking Dead comics. Did everyone like his hand a lot? I think they did. I think they did. It was a beautiful did. hand. Was he a hand model? What are you talking about? There's, there's so much more controversial shit. Oh my god, like, yeah, that that's comic. the thing they pick? Yeah. Well, that's, that's where you have to define what is controversial. Like, a lot of the like, stuff you could say. What the hell are you talking about? Like, I mean, there is something <laughs> no, no, epic no. that happens I, in I that comic. I totally comment. understand what you're saying, but uh, 
it's the stuff that people actually get their dander up about. Yeah, like that. Like just I know if someone's shocked by something, they assume it's controversial. Like does like, the hand no. come back as a villain in the show? Because I can understand why like, that would be controversial. <laughs> it does a spinoff and goes to the Adams family. Some people thought that uh, uh, Frank Miller's Batman was a little controversial oh, what, with his treating of Robin. <laughs> what, which one? Are we, uh, the All Star, All Star. Oh, I love All Star Batman. Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, there's that so much good. controversial stuff going. He one. calls him a, a retard. Yeah. yeah, he asks him. If, yeah, he, yeah. He uh, mockingly asks him if he's retarded for not realizing that he's Batman. That's he, a different uh, time, though. Right? He makes him hunt for his own food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is all like <laughs> makes him eat rats. Just, yeah. <laughs> this was also over the top that you can't tell whether or not it's like satire, which is just how I love my Frank Miller. <laughs> yeah, like Wonder Woman was like a total psycho, like stereotypical feminazi bitch, like total man hater. What you would think an Amazon might be. Yeah, like uh, Superman was just classic, you know, stereotypical dickhead of how you think Superman is. He's way more authoritarian and black and white of how he sees everything. And and uh, the Green Lantern was just a dumbass in this. Like, they really treated his character like, you know, Batman makes fun of him. He's like, you know, if I had that ring, I wouldn't be doing dumb shit like making giant boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is kind of like almost like a character. Yeah. Of all the, um, of all the, yeah. Uh, the DC characters. I've, I've never read any of the All-Star. Thing. I, 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 I love it's, it. It's pretty... Uh, All-Star Superman was an excellent completion of the whole Silver Age Superman universe. Mm-hmm, excellent mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was... I was Looking through to see if there was any other... Uh, You're any... looking at porn. Shh. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Fan fiction porn. Uh, there's also the murder of... Uh, Kyle Reiner's girlfriend. Kyle, oh, Kyle yeah. Alexandra DeWitt when she got stuffed in the fridge. <laughs> that is not a euphemism either. It's very Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's like a, a long-running thing in comics. Stuffing people in fridges? Yes. <laughs> Of, no, of them taking female characters and just basically... Shitting on them as a plot point? Exactly, just using them as a plot point. Hence be the term that actually, there's actually a term used for it, which is called woman in the refrigerator. <laughs> You're going to woman in the refrigerator her, basically. You're just going to bring her in and kill her for a major plot point with no real, you know... Yeah, they're just... Like lambs to the slaughter, really. Yeah. it's It's just... And that's the same thing, like, you know, uh, oh, we got a female character. What can be, what, what's something we can do to her that can have an impact on her? Uh, let's just have someone rape her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's shitty writing. It is. It's lazy writing, really, is what it, it is. I mean, if you're, I'm not a big fan of rape and storytelling in general. Don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody like, is. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of people, but. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure they have their, but, uh, their niche. But if you're going to put it in, I mean, do something with it other than, it in itself happening as the plot point. I mean, just like, you know, oh, we're kind of in a dry spell right now. Oh, let's just have this character get raped. It'll cause a whole bunch of instant drama, and there we go. Was, I was going to ask if Spider-Man was ever raped, but there was that time where he was uh, uh, sexually say. molested as a young boy. Mm. When did that? Who did that? Was uh, it, was well, as I touched on on previous podcasts... Uh, I touched when you're talking about this <laughs> stuff. As I inappropriately it was, touched on. Originally, they wanted, they were talking about having it be actually Uncle Ben. Which, <laughs> if you look at the drawings of the issue when it was released, the guy doing it kind of looks like how they drew Uncle Ben. What are you doing? 
He's got, I think he's got a wedgie. He's doing squats over here. <laughs> he's doing some calisthenics, all right? Um, and I, I made the mistake in the last in the episode where we talked about it of saying it was retcon, but it was never retcon. It was oh. just it was just never mentioned again. So he's just creepy, Uncle Ben. Well, it was well, it was. It, they ended up switching and saying it wasn't Uncle Ben. It was actually a neighbor. But the guy still looks like Uncle Ben. <laughs> it was his twin brother from the future who impregnated himself. You. <laughs> 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 um, there was another uh, controversial um, during the Infinite Crisis. There was a big controversy about uh, the, one of the characters in it, uh, Superboy Prime, who was an established character mm-hmm. in uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths. He helped uh, destroy or helped save. The few remaining universes in one of the in DC's first big universal reboot, and uh, he ended up being the villain of the sh- of this, and he went insane. He ended up killing a whole bunch of people, like putting his fist through their head, ripping their arms and legs off. A lot of people didn't like that. <laughs> so basically, it was like uh, another you know a big shot another parallax, people, yeah. yeah, Green Lantern parallax deal. Yeah, the, where you you the took fallen a fallen hero. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You took a hero, and they thought the only way to set him off in the sunset. Is make him churn evil and kill a bunch of people because that's mm-hmm. what Parallax Hal Jordan did. He blew up, or he didn't blow up uh, Coast City, but uh, that was, pretty, was that's that's what set him off, really. Yeah, Mongol ended up destroying uh, Coast City, right? And that's what, yeah, he ended up killing, but he did kill a bunch of the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, and took their rings and and basically went bonkers. Yeah, just but because they just, felt, oh, but it wasn't him because writers him. felt like, oh. You know, we want to move on from Hell Jordan. We want to bring in a new character. You know, you couldn't think of a better way to, like, a happier ending for a character than yeah. for him to just go off his shit. I know you, I mean, you love Green Lantern, Tony. I know. Which one's your favorite? Is it, uh, Guy. Yeah, Guy Gardner. Ah, you're both wrong. It's Hell. <laughs> you know, the, I enjoy the big, Hell, but the big Guy thing is fucking, he's awesome. Is either it's normally it's either the Hal person or the Kyle person mm-hmm. whose girlfriend was stuffed in a fridge. <laughs> yes, and well, you can't forget John Stewart. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people can actually. I mean, I love the Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> if you really think about it, popularity-wise, it's really either Hal or John Stewart. John Stewart, thankfully, though, because huh, mostly uh, because of the uh, cartoon Justice League cartoon. Yep. Uh-huh. Whatever happened with the. Um, Guy that was uh, local to around here, the ah. Dearborn. Um, Simon Bass? Yeah. He's part of the new 52. and Is he, they, So he's still around after... They, you know, they introduced him in a really good way. It was a big deal, too. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of, it was just kind of one of those things. It was like, okay, now there's another Green Lantern. And one of 700 yeah, bajillion. He, he doesn't really have any... Uh, he doesn't join ISIS? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He doesn't fight ISIS? No. Can we yeah. just have one podcast where we don't bring up ISIS. <laughs> well, they also did a story... We want those ISIS hits, okay? <laughs> they did a... Wait, wait. They're popular online. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> they did a similar story with Marvel, with Iron Man, back in the 90s, hmm. where you find out uh, Iron Man was working with... Actually working with King the Conqueror. Okay. And he actually becomes evil. And the Avengers go in an alternate... Reality and pull back a Tony Stark that was a teenager, a good Tony Stark. Oh, I remember hearing. Yeah, that. it was actually led to the Heroes Reborn launch with uh, Jeff Johns and or not Jeff Johns with uh, Rob Layfield. I thought Heroes Reborn was because of um, Onslaught. I think you well, know, when they blew up Onslaught, a bunch of the heroes went. Listen, 
The 90s was a dark time for <laughs> comics. <laughs> it was scary. There was a lot of things. There was clones and... and time travel. Time, time travel, travel and lots of pouches. Rape. Yeah. Rape. We pretty much just described Cable. You did, yeah. Mm. Well, the That's why I love him. Cable, oh yeah, Cable had the pouches, the time travel, the clone. He had an evil clone. Oh my god, you're right. Big shoulder pads. Yeah, he had the gigantic shoulder pads. He is pads. a direct interpretation. He, if yeah. you want to sum up 90s comic books, just hand somebody a picture of Cable. Yeah. It's fantastic. I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> a Rob Layfield creation. <laughs> yeah, one of the only few good things he actually ever really... uh uh-huh. Deadpool. Could, yeah, well, Deadpool... Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I want to do an episode where we sit and we discuss uh, comic book copycat characters oh, from Marvel and DC. So look forward to that. <laughs> I think we're going to cinch this one up. Pinch it. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, are you okay? <laughs> I know. I think we need to take him to the hospital right now. We need to touch your blood sugar. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, until next week, I am Mike. I'm Jeff. Cody. Tony. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ka- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kapowcast. <laughs>